0: Ladies and gents, this is the moment you have waited for. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. Aces with Love to Stop. Picked up by Gray. She can go coast to coast. There's three. There's two. She's going to launch from three. She'll see Gray. Four. Three. Unbelievable. The TC Martin Show. Jackie's got it. Ace's got numbers three on two. To Plum for three. KP, bring it up. Boom, shaka, like a, like a. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. TC Martin. To Bay. She's open for three. She sees it. She's got the bucket. One, two, three times for Bay, Bay. TC Martin. And you got that right. Money won't change it. Raquana. Bae Williams. Boom. Lock-a, 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 oh, this is the greatest show! The ball is in the air! The Las Vegas Aces have won their very first WNBA championship! The doctor is now here. Uh, Excuse me
1: while I swallow the last part of my beautiful shredded beef taco. Taquitos. Chicken tenders. Pizza. Marco, pass to the uh, chicken wings, please. <laughs> he's on
2: that. I'll let you do the open, Marco. I'm, I'm, I'm not done yet. All right. <laughs> All right. You guys, I wish we had video because this guy, we're like two minutes to post time, and he's still filling up his plate here at the Slice of Las Vegas doing the live remote in uh you know, we have a show, buddy. I, I I know you're the, you know, you're the big kahuna here, but you know, can you like say hello to your your listeners? Is <laughs> he's taking another drink? <laughs> Are you ready to do a show? Let's do a show. How's that? Okay. All right.
1: T.C. Martin Show, live here from Slice of Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay Shops between the Mandalay Bay and Luxar, one of our favorite places, proud sponsors of the show. And you know what tonight is? It's Monday night football between the Raiders and the Packers. And and, uh, we are here today for the Raiders tailgate party. But I can't really say it's a Raiders tailgate party, Marco. (laughs) It's the Raiders slash Packers tailgate party because we got some Packer fans in the house. Make some noise, Packer fans. We do have a little small t- contingent of Raider fans here. Early, yeah. Are there any Ra- Raider fans even in the house here today? Uh,
2: they're still working.
1: Oh, that's right. It's just like we're at Legion Stadium. Yeah, you know, you'll know, you have sixty-five percent visiting team than uh, than the home team. But uh, no uh, slice of Vegas here inside the uh, Mandalay Bay shops. Uh, here for the Raiders slash Packers Monday night tailgate party. Raiders and Packers uh, re, I guess, kind of want to say getting back together after a long, long time. A rivalry. Going back to Super Bowl II. Uh, they had some great playoff matchups uh, going back 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Still remember the Brett Favre game in Oakland after his dad passed away. Wow. That was, that, a,
2: Monday, Monday, Monday that was a Monday night game. That uh, was a Monday
1: night game. One of the most memorable moments uh, I, I had. At that point in time, I was you know, in Green Bay, spending 12 years in Green Bay with the Packers. and uh, So the first time that Packer fans have gotten a chance to experience Las Vegas first time ever and I know Marco you were a Steelers fan or, originally from Pittsburgh and you saw how these Steelers fans traveled to Allegiant Stadium a couple weeks ago I'm gonna say right now I'm gonna say the Packer fans will outnumber the Steeler fans it might be close But I'm telling you, nobody travels like the Packer fans, especially when you come to Vegas.
2: Well, the first trip to Vegas for all the teams, it's going to be a novelty. We've talked about that, you know, all along that, you know, where else can you do a three-day weekend and get all the entertainment that you have in Las Vegas, go do a show, go do dinner, then you got the game the day you go to the game, and then you get to gamble. So you have three different things that you get to do as a visiting team. I'm curious. It's going to be close. I'm, I'm still going to go with the Steelers. Would have had more fans than the Packers. We'll see tonight. It's easier to see with the Steelers because you got all those yellow, uh, terrible tiles, you know, f- rolling around. We'll see how many cheeseheads we got in the, uh, the fans this week. Yeah, there's
1: going to be a lot of them. And the problem is, we're not going to be able to like <laughs> conduct an official count or an official winner. Yeah. Just kind of got to go by the eye test. And you know, we've seen Bronco fans travel well. Chiefs fans niner fans uh even when the eagles in washington came here yeah. but by far now you you asked me this a couple weeks ago after the game was over have i seen any other visiting team that had outnumbered the steelers and, and no the steelers did outnumber those other fans it was kind of close but uh i'm telling you packer fans you know when you when you see packer fans travel at different venues throughout uh you know the year you see it but this is going to be special because, and there's some history here as well, too, because Wisconsin fans, we see how well they travel to UNLV games. Remember back in the day? I, I remember Board somebody Stadium?
2: pulling the plug out on and yeah, over yeah, yeah. In, a, in the fourth quarter uh, before the five-minute oh, mark oh. Uh, made some people unhappy. Uh, of course, you
1: remember it from a, a gambling perspective. Well, that's
2: remember, what I'm here to yeah, do. That's
1: a, yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that. But uh, Badger fans, <laughs> Packer fans, they have always traveled to Las Vegas, no question about it. So... Uh, it's going to be interesting tonight. So we'll preview the game for you, Packers and Raiders. Both teams coming in on slides. Packers got blown out at Lambeau Field at, uh, to the Lions, going back a couple weeks ago, a week and a half ago in the Thursday night game. They're two and two, and the Raiders one and three. Have now lost their last two games to the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And will this, uh, you know, continue? Uh, as well too so actually they lost uh, three in a row because they they won the opener against the Broncos so we'll see how it all plays out uh, tonight we do know that Jimmy Garoppolo will play came out of concussion protocol so uh, that's a good sign but Devontae Adams listed as questionable I hear he is going to play Jair Alexander the fine defensive back for the Packers uh, he was listed as questionable sounds like he will play David Bakhtiari their great offensive lineman all pro offensive lineman. He's been out forever, it seems like. He's not going to play tonight. So, a lot of injuries on, on both sides for the Packers and the Raiders.
2: And you got the Packers, uh, they come in with the benefit of uh, four extra days. They played last Thursday, you know, so nobody likes playing those Thursday night games, you know, it, the short week and everything. But the benefit is, unfortunately, they lost that game to Detroit and they lost it soundly. Um, you get that extra break for the next game Uh, so you know they've had plenty of time to prepare for this game it's almost like a mini bye week when you consider going from Thursday to the following Monday Jordan Love you know uh, my concern in that game I didn't have a side in that game whenever they played that Thursday night game I did use the over in that game and I was concerned Jordan Love it was he already had a home game but it was the first prime time game, you know, for him with the spotlight on him, and, you know, when you're the guy, when you come in from follow a legend, and Aaron Rodgers had to do it following, you know, Brett Favre, now you got Jordan Love coming in to follow um, Aaron Rodgers, it's always tough you know, to fill those shoes, because you're always going to be compared to the guy you replaced, and that's not fair for somebody in a first year. His first couple games weren't that bad, but the last two... He did tell off.
1: Yeah. All right, so we've got a lot to uh, get on today with that game. We'll also recap a busy NFL Sunday, college football Saturday as well, too. Uh, some of us did very good on our on our
2: best bets in our wagers over the weekend. So... Uh, feeling pretty good. You had a beautiful NFL day. I had a beautiful college day with a with the sweep for the best bets and a couple um you know, I had a couple uglies yesterday. I'll I'll admit that. And what I can say for if you say what is my takeaway from the first five weeks of the season, we have the haves and we have the have nots. In the have-nots are there's some really bad have-nots, yeah. and um, you know, unfortunately, uh, New England. When we talk about you know that team, and did you see the Bill Belichick? You know, we got to start over. I mean, what does that? They kept asking, him, "What does that mean?" In week five, we got to start over. Yeah, we, I mean, we, you got to blow it up. Yeah, we have the audio, audio right here.
1: Here it is. Yeah, we got to start over. To start over.
2: Got to start over?
1: We just have to start over. Have to? There it is. That's it. <laughs> That's your Bill Bell. We need,
2: you needed a hoodie on though <sighs> to make it more.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, setting the scene for you here. Slice of Vegas, we invite you to come on down. It is the Raider Tailgate Party. Plenty of Packer fans here, so don't be shy about that. It is all you can eat, all you can drink, $75 to get in. Uh, we run a promotion all week long. we got uh, many, many listeners already here uh, as we s- start the tailgate party all the way till kickoff. So, of course, uh, we take the show till 4 o'clock, but you can come here to Slice of Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay Shops. Between the Luxor and the Mandalay Bay, and it's all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. Food items, Marco. Go down the
2: list. Oh, we've had every... Well, you won't what I've eaten so far? And I haven't eaten as much as you. I, I got to say, you you won the early rounds here. I'm a closer. My horse has come from behind. But uh, we've already... I've already had the, uh, the burger slider, which was okay. good. I've had s- several chicken wings. There, there was uh, my private... Uh, cocktail waitress uh, right. <laughs> cleared my plate out for me and you know uh, she helped I, I kind of feel like Kelsey uh, some people travel with bodyguards he travels with his own 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 personal uh,
1: you know a, a food vendor basically I have a cocktail uh, server
2: t- takes good care of me you know I'm not Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift, but you know, I, I I have the main the main girl here. No, She's you got pink here, though. Yeah, uh,
1: There you go. Well, <laughs> and, and you did go attend the pink concert on Saturday. Well, I was at Koolman Gang, you're at pink. And there's something wrong with that. I mean, you, you've lost your man card, my friend. Well, you know, I, I really
2: put it in jeopardy and why are you this week. I'm wearing weekend. pink socks today. Don't give the start. They give those out of the concert? Yeah, no. The. No. Uh, I'm under review. My man card is being uh <laughs> checked in because gotta, I put we challenge. Uh, here's the thing. Gotta, I, went, gotta, I went to Pink on Saturday gotta, night. Gotta, college football Pink Challenge Pink flag is okay. up. Then where was I Sunday? My heart. Where was I Sunday? Uh, it's, it's an NFL Aces. Sunday. Aces. Yeah. yeah. I went to the WNBA. If you would have told me that 10 years ago, yeah. I would ask. I would have said to you, you know, Marijuana has only been legal in Vegas for for five years. You right. were smoking something because I would have never pictured me at a WNBA game, All right. but it was the WNBA Finals. It, it was. was Game One, and as you know, it was the hottest ticket in town. It was a lot of celebrities there
1: yesterday. Yes. So uh, everywhere, Tom Brady showed up, was sitting next to Mark. I go up to Mark before the game, right? And, uh, have a seat with him like I customarily do. And he says, Hey, he goes, um, I, I, I got, uh, some special guests here coming, gonna be, gonna be sitting here. Uh, our other owner will be showing up today. And I go, Oh, okay, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we'll chat to you, high five, good luck, and I'll get out of the way. And here comes TB. Yep. Here comes Tom Brady And LeBron James was there. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was yep. there. Um, several of the Brooklyn Nets. And LA Lakers were there because they are playing tonight at T-Mobile Arena in a preseason game Um, but uh, Ashante performed at halftime, Uh, Jordan Sparks the national anthem and then there were just so many, Uh, Cheryl Swoops WNBA royalty was there but let's talk about the atmosphere in that game, game one of the finals as we talked about all week it sold out in in less than 20 minutes Mm -hmm. 10,300 a phenomenal crowd, phenomenal atmosphere and uh, for a guy that uh, went to their, their first finals game, I think it lived up to the hype.
2: Oh, it definitely lived up to the hype. And if you look at the final score, it looks like it was, you know, the Aces blowout wire to wire, but it wasn't that. Uh, the first, they actually trailed at halftime. Uh, Liberty, you know, was taking it to them. They were getting beat on the boards early in the game, but they came out with the third quarter for the Aces. I thought was one of their best quarters of of the season. Uh, they, they did everything right, and, you know, uh, I commented yesterday, you know, I got to sit next to your wife watching the game, and, you know, I said the first and second quarters, both times you know they didn't close the quarters out well don't know if that was uh, you know just the liberty you know just hitting everything or because we know the aces bench is not as deep as the liberties you know managing minutes and so forth in the first half those last couple minutes do you you know were we a little bit tired at the end of the the period or not quarter but they dominated the third quarter and they kind of evened out on the calls it seemed like in the first half you know again we're biased but it seemed like the liberty was on the right side of the referee's whistle now i don't i i told her i was going to tell this story on the show today so i am so maybe that balanced out the uh, the uh, scoring but right before the second half started because as you know we were sitting right behind the scorers table great seats you know you spoiled me oh, hold yesterday. hold on
1: if you're going to tell a story i'm going to go get some food yeah okay go ahead <laughs> I'll take some time to eat some food. We're going to yeah. tell a story.
2: Well, there was a uh, a fan in the stands that had a discussion with uh, one of the referees right before the second half, and uh, she explained that you go one, two, three, you then you call the foul. For being, you know, three-second. Yeah. Um, they weren't calling that yesterday. And the referee was pretty good about it. He laughed because he could hear because it, it was right before the half. Not everybody was back in their seats, and he could see and, that fan. you were in row B, by the way. I so. was in row B. I was yeah. you know two rows behind. Uh, half court. Half court, right there at the scores table. You must know somebody. Yeah, I, I must. <laughs> and uh, that person... That straightened that referee out, and he was good. He was laughing; it, it was fun. It was your your own wife uh, Gina t- took care of him and told him what to do? And you know, the only complaint I had from the seats that you you, you gave us yesterday is when the when they do like some of the light stuff, and yeah. you know, I kept getting a little bit of a glare from my left side coming from the 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 scorer's table. But I, you know, it wasn't that bad. I got used to it. They won't let me wear a hat you know, <laughs> at, at the scores table. I, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. When the light hits you, man,
1: you you, you keep yeah. that thing glossy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <it>, Look who's <laughs> speaking
1: here—a guy who, who's part of the No Hair Club uh, uh, as well, uh, uh, or the Once Good Hair Club, as
2: I like see, to say. The former. I am allowed to make, you know, <laughs> follicle—you wow. know, guys that have that are hair challenged like you and me. I, you know. I'm not only, you know, I'm a member. I'm a, a member of that club. i got so one thing okay. to say about this. Yeah, yeah okay. As he's, as he's drinking again, you sure you don't want me to go get you some wings?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't tried the wings yet. I had the chicken tenders. Outstanding. Uh, the pasta, the pizza, the chicken tenders, slice of Vegas. Here, come on over. Be part of the tailgate party. $75, all you can eat and drink. Get lathered up. Before the Raiders and the Packers Monday Night Football. All right, back to the Aces game. WNBA Finals game one, like Marco said, 99 82. Aces shot 55% from the floor. They connected on nine three pointers, 41% from beyond three point distance. They had lockdown defense. And uh, like you said, Marco, the second half, Aces were down 49 46 at halftime. I know Ashante was playing uh, at halftime, but. I know there was some reverberations from that Aces locker room from <laughs> Becky Hammond. I can guarantee you that because the, we've seen this before with the Aces. They came out just locked in, fired up, fed off the crowd, and they outscored the Liberty 26-16 to 16 in the third. This has been the M.O. for the Aces for the past couple seasons, and especially in big games and especially against the Liberty. The first time they beat the Liberty here, it was the same thing the Aces Rolled to victory in the second half. It's the third time that the Aces have beaten the Liberty on their home floor here, and the script is pretty much the same. Shot well, played good defense, fluster the Liberty, and uh, and shoot lights out in the second half. They outscored them twenty-seven to seventeen in the fourth quarter. That's fifty-three to thirty-three. The Aces outscored New York in the second half, and they win going away, winning by seventeen. We'll give you some, some sounds and highlights. Jackie Young was phenomenal, had a career high, a playoff career high of 26 points in that game. Air ball into the hands of Wilson. And Gray now has it. Chelsea controlling. Gray bounce pass to Jackie, launches.
0: Bingo! Bongo! Boom! Triple again for Jackie Young. Her fifth
1: of the day. She's got 21, and the ace is back up by four. Aces were up by four at that time, and then they uh, increased the lead. Like we said, got up to uh, double digits by the time we got into the fourth quarter. But Jackie Young, phenomenal. Jackie has it with 10 seconds to go. Young brings it across. Jackie,
0: going to the lane. She got Ver off the way, and counted. She got Vandersloot up in the air, got her on the hip. Jackie kissed it off the glass, and one.
2: There
1: it is, Jackie Young, phenomenal yesterday.
2: It, two things uh, take away from yesterday. We always talk about the Big Four, okay, for the aces. And if I told you, give you half of the the puzzle, piece of the puzzle, and say, Asia Wilson was going to be the low scorer of the, of the Big Four, you would have thought we. We were in trouble, right? (laughs) And she was yesterday by one point, but you had... uh, She had 19. Chelsea Gray had 20. And And then
1: uh, Jackie Young had 26. Don't forget my girl, KP. There she is, KP, for 26. There's Jackie. Shot
0: fake. Back door. Cut. Chelsea Gray to Jackie Young. Timeout, New York. This place is going ballistic. Chelsea Gray says... Get that camera rolling, baby! Mark Davis on his feet, everybody on their feet.
1: Aces are blowing out the Liberty. 78, 65, and we're going to keep it here. 13 at that point in time, and then. What is like that explosion? Your girl, Kelsey the Champs takes it over from there. KP, give me some KP for Marco D'Angelo. <laughs> KP has Vandersloot on her. Wilson comes and delivers their pick. Plum going down the lane. Reverse layup.
0: Oh, you know it's true. Over John Quell Jones. Timeout, Sandy Brondello in New York. Crowd on their feet. This is turned into another blowout.
1: And it was a blowout. Uh, Again, didn't start out that way. But every one of these games, Marco, this is the actually, if you want to count the preseason game, seven times they played. All games have been double-digit spreads and blowouts for the winning team. Yeah. And it's crazy for the top 2 seeds separated by 2 games in the regular season. Aces 34 and 6, New York 32 and 8. But the Aces got the job done and that's why I said before having that home court advantage is key because the home court has been dominant between these two teams
2: no question about it what you saw yesterday we know the liberty uh, i think they're one of the best uh team passing teams uh the way they move the ball you know in transition they for a good part of the game it ended up pretty balanced at the end but man there was a couple trips down the floor that the liberty got three and four shots Kept getting rebounds, and, you know, and it's it's frustrating. It's because whenever they go for the rebound, if you notice how many times it's not a rebound where they grab the rebound and and go right back in for a put in, they're getting the rebound and keeping the ball alive where they're they're batting the ball back out, uh, and one of their other players, you know, get the rebound that way, a long rebound, and get another shot. I was impressed, you know. Obviously, you know how much I I like uh, KP's play. But how many reverse layups did she have in yesterday's game? I mean, she was driving the lane. Like, she was on a mission yesterday, and that's what we've said about this team all along. Every night, it's somebody different that steps up from the big four. Mm-hmm.
1: The core four. And, uh, a- again, I talked to Becky Hammond before the game yesterday, and I asked her the question. I go, every time that we have a playoff series, it doesn't matter what sport, if it's basketball, if it's baseball, there's always that unsung hero. And I said, who has the opportunity to be the unsung hero for you? And she looked at me and she says, Alicia Clark and Jackie Young. And I think both of them are going to play key roles. And they and then she went on to talk about Jackie. She's going, I think Jackie can really have a huge series here because of all the things that she can do from inside to outside. And boom, spot on with 26 points, a career high yesterday. And Jackie sometimes worries me because sometimes if she does settle for that three, it ends up flat. And uh, yesterday, last, you know, she was hitting. And again, she's always a nightmare for some of those smaller guards of taking them inside to the paint. But uh, she had it going from, from uh, all angles.
2: When she hit that first three yesterday, you yeah. is like, okay, yes, this is what I actually what, referred to that. I said yeah. that that's that's so true. And she got to go. Great game for her. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I've seen the Liberty play many times. You know, against the Aces, I never was as close seat wise as I was yesterday. I can't believe how big. Yeah, you're. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like bow down to you for the next year. I think, but it was well, a, it was a great. it will make up for all the
1: times that you haven't. So yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all those all those dinners I bought, they finally. Yeah, paid uh, yeah, off. Be, yeah, because yeah. Uh,
1: you lost bets to me. Yeah, okay. that's right. It's, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, oh, oh I've wrong.
2: only bought you meal whenever I lost.
1: Continue my bet. your thought here. You're, you're regressing now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but. It, it I love a, you, man. It was great. I don't even know where I was going. Now you got me. You got me all sidetracked. Jackie on Young, the, well, aces yeah. Liberty, yeah. Is how big Jones for oh. the Liberty? I mean, when you see her on TV, yeah, you know six six you. mammoth. You know, Asia Wilson is you know just maybe a, an inch shorter six but, four and a half. Yeah. Okay, but whenever they're posting up in. I'm looking for my seats, and Asia's in the front, and you see Asia, but you could see each half width-wise of Jones on on both sides. And it's like, damn, she's intimidating inside, you know? And, you know, she got frustrated when she picked up the third foul late in the third quarter, and I thought that that was, and I even said to Gene, I said, this is where you've got to pound the ball inside next several possessions because she's flustered right now and you don't want to pick up that fourth foul early you know you're gonna yeah. back off defensively and uh, but they were hitting everything the way the aces hit from the outside and then that opened up backdoor cuts that were just I love I you know, I was always a big fan. Princeton, you know, you know that the Pete offense. You know, offense. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know yeah. it wasn't fun to watch, but, man, yeah. every time you got a wide-open backdoor, yeah. bucket, and it's like a thing of beauty, and we were getting that. And if that wasn't there, like I said, Kelsey Plum made her yeah. own. I mean, when she drove through the lane and crosses over, reverse layup with the spin that she puts on the ball, yeah. it's – everything was clicking yesterday. Becky Hammond has
1: so many different sets that she can go to. And you see her like before games and she has all these like three by five cards. And you know, every coach has their system, their offense and their actions off of that stuff. But she's always diagramming new stuff. And every, every game we see something a little bit different as well too. And, um, the Aces are number one in scoring. They're number one in pace. And so they can get up and down the floor. But like you said, in their half-court offense, you have a lot of great action, a lot of great backdoor cuts and that sort of thing. And uh, it, it's beautiful to watch. And like I said, with Kelsey Plum, you hit the nail on the head. She was scoring inside. She was scoring outside. And if they get all of that rolling, and you get Asia to get to her you know, average of 23 points per contest, look out. Speaking of... Of the real MVP and the reigning (laughs) back-to-back defensive player of the year. Here's what she had to say to me in the post-game show.
0: Asia Wilson joins us right now. What's up, 2-2? Congratulations on the Game 1 Thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah. We saw
1: you battling hard. We know when you and Brianna Stewart get together, it is always that type of of, of action. And it took me a while to get going. It seemed like you were kind
0: of getting things done from the perimeter. Talk a little bit about the matchup and what you were looking to get into tonight. Just take it what the defense gives me. It's going to be a different look every single possession. So just making sure that I can stay at my own pace. Just get going. Don't get too quick. Uh, Don't slow down. But just continue to be steady and be true to me. All right, from the rebounding side, fantastic job by you. But then the block party came into play. (laughs) It was the Asia block party, baby, in the fourth (laughs) quarter. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I got to show, I got to award for something, you know, I got to show for it. My teammates put me in a great position to, I hope that they trust me and know that I can get them, I got their back. So uh, it's always a joy to be able to do that. It brings a lot of energy, and uh, that's what we need in this series.
1: 19 points for you, eight rebounds. Beautiful job. And let's talk a little bit about your teammates here. It seemed like the intensity, obviously, we know was there, but you guys really clamped down on the defensive end. Talk about the attention to detail and how much of that was talked about during practice this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were so key on being big on the little things that's what it is and this this series is going to be long it's going to be fun but at the same time defense wins championships and that's what we have to stick to all the time so if we can bring it on the defensive end uh, I'm gonna take my team over anybody any day congratulations girl thank you my man one down thank you Asia Wilson
1: as we say the real MVP got it done here again today huge huge for Asia Wilson today along with Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, Chelsea Gray, the core four got it done, and then Alicia Clark coming off the bench strong as well. Yep, aces were very strong yesterday getting the job done. You hear the crowd just going crazy. Uh, Asia Wilson, uh, again, kind of quietly got it done, and it took her a while to get going, Marco, and again, she was kind of settling for that perimeter because they were clamping down the inside, and she took some highly contested jump shots from about 15 to 17 feet out, and she hit that first one over Brianna Stewart, another one over John Quall Jones, and then it just kind of opened up some things. So very, very cool.
2: Did you see the smirk on her face whenever the, the, uh, her, the, uh, whenever she scored that first one over Brianna Stewart? The grin that she had. Yep. You, know, you know that was a message. you know, yep. Hey, MVP, what's this? But the one thing you got to talk about, and you talk about being strong, Chelsea Gray. In the bear hug on Becky Hammond. I mean, I never seen Becky with her eyes, you know, like coming at it. I, yeah. it, it was crazy with the, the Becky, Becky Hammond, frustrated. got
1: she got a technical, and I understand Sabrina Nescu did not get called for a travel, and it was actually the second time in about a three or four possession uh, a series there. And then, uh, when they didn't call it, Becky went ballistic, uh, Liberty ended up, you know, getting a, uh, making a three, I believe, after that. And Becky came on the floor and called the timeout. And then the one official closest to his bench said, okay, I hear you. I hear you. We, we might have missed that one, this and that. And Becky's just going off on him. And Becky starts turning around to go back to the bench. And then the official from half court comes over and goes, T. And then there she goes. And then Chelsea Gray. And I even said it on the air. I said Chelsea Gray has put Becky Hammond
2: in a bear hug. Yeah. And yeah. I never I mean, we we know that she's got a, you know, a intensity when she's yeah. coaching on his side. Like, yeah. We've we've seen that fire from her before. But I never saw it like that yesterday. That in yeah. she was
1: she was charging had you know Mid-court. It's going to be one heck of a series. Game two will be Wednesday night, back at the Michelob Ultra Arena inside the Mandalay Bay. Aces up one game to none in this best of three out of five series. TC Martin, Marco D'Angelo, live at Slice of Vegas here inside the Mandalay Bay shops. We are here for the Raiders tailgate extravaganza. All you can eat, all you can drink. Come on over, seventy-five dollars, get you in here with everything. They got the games. We've got the we've got the the cornhole. We got everything happening here. Uh, TV's on. Of course, we're broadcasting live here at Slice of Vegas till four o'clock, and then get ready for the kickoff between the Raiders and the Packers. When we come back. We'll talk about what happened yesterday in the NFL right here on the TC Martin Show live from Slice of Vegas.
0: TC Martin. I'm ready to go in, Coach. Just give me a chance. The doctor is now in. In. In.
1: We are back here on this Monday on location at Slice of Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay Shop. Shout out to the gang here. Our man Scott Frost, Brian, Steve... Keisha, taking care of business behind the bar over there, shouting her out, Ashley and everybody here at Slice of Vegas, no better place to be, and uh, you gotta love our good friends of Slice of Vegas, proud sponsors, not only this show, but the Las Vegas Aces as well too, and uh, it got pretty interesting last night, uh, Marco, with the Aces game, and uh, had your favorite moment, now because you were at the game, you didn't hear the radio broadcast, and if I can get our guy Scott Frost over here, I know Scott is, uh, is rolling around here somewhere. I was going to wait for him, but, uh, you know, the great promotion, your favorite promotion they have, miss twice, get a slice, when the opponent misses the two free throws. Yeah. So the game was rolling yesterday, and, you know, you don't expect really anyone from the Liberty or the Aces to miss two free throws. Obviously, it doesn't count with the Aces miss two yeah. free throws, which rarely happens. Yeah. But uh, the visiting team comes in, and you miss two free throws in a row, Everybody gets a slice of pizza, and this place turns into a madhouse after the game. Well, no threat of that. Game is definitely decided. Aces are rolling to victory. And Sandy Brondella goes to the bench and puts in her bench crew, and there's a foul that's committed by the Aces with, I believe, 41 seconds to go. 43 was the exact. 43!
2: Forty-three. Scott mentioned that number several times whenever we were here last night after the game. And yeah, she emptied the bench with like a, a minute forty-one or a minute fifty-one. They got yeah. them in there. And so for you, for you, Marco,
1: I thought we would uh, you get a chance to to hear out it went down yesterday. Well, Willoughby to the free throw line. Her free throw is no good. And our good friends at Slice of Vegas may have something cooking here. Get ready. As you know, the opponent misses two consecutive free throws. It's a slice of pizza from our good friends of Slice of Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay Shops here. Everyone eating pizza for free. We'll let the crowd tell you what happens.
0: Everybody's eating pizza.
1: My man, Scott Frost, you're here. The owner of Slice, you better get yourself down to Slice. And Brian and the gang, get ready. Because everyone's eating pizza for free. And I'll be there after the game. I'll be there tomorrow as well. Broadcasting live there tomorrow. Is we got the Raiders Indoor Tailgate Party tomorrow. Make sure you check that out at Slice of Vegas. From 2 to 5 p.m. before the Raiders and the Packers, all you can eat and drink, $75. Our good friend Slice of Vegas located here inside the Mandalay Bay okay, Shops. we got we so You have to yeah, charge tomorrow. I, I know. Okay, the you, he got, he got a, tailgate a,
2: you know, a voice, you know, a live read commercial during the WNBA Finals. I mean, uh, did he check the price chart? Did you tell him what that cost? <laughs> That's why I want him to hear it, you know. <laughs> uh, I know we'll have some fun with Scott whenever he's here, But you know, kudos uh, to play him. Play that back yeah, for know, him. Kudos to him for you know that, that promotion all year. And, and I even told him yesterday when we were we were eating here after the game, and you know, and that was fortunate, you know, coming in with you, we didn't have to stand in the line outside. <laughs> that we got here what about forty five minutes after the game ended. <laughs> yeah. The, when I got here, I got here about five minutes before you did, and the line was all the way down the hallway from Slice. If you've ever been here, you know where it's at, halfway between the two uh, properties. But it went all the way back to where the, the uh, escalator is to the da- where they used to have the entrance for the mall. Right. You know, there's a candy store there and, and such. That's 40 minutes afterwards in all sports teams do this, have some kind of promotion. You know, if you if you score 100 points, you know, everybody gets free tacos or something. But those, as I told Scott, they're always, you have to go somewhere else. Okay? This is the only promotion that I've been to of sport where you get to cash that in immediately. Instant After, gratification. Yeah, it's exactly what he said. <laughs> I, you know, it was a lot of work because, you know, you think, oh, we don't have to do that. This game, and you know it's a great promotion because every time somebody goes to the line, you're saying "miss twice, get a slice." Everybody knows the phrase. But forty three seconds left in the game, the kitchen's not ready. You're you're thinking we're home free, but when they bring the bench warmers in at the end of the game, you know, got to send a memo to the the aces: don't foul in the last minute. (laughs) <laughs> they're not going to score. It's a 20-point oh, Both game.
1: teams had their benches in.
2: Yeah. So you had
1: bench players fouling yeah. bench players. 10,300 sellout crowd yesterday. I don't know what the number was, that how many people cashed in on that yesterday. <laughs> but we've seen it here before. I mean, it's I'd say more than half the games, they're giving away free pizza. Indeed. And my man never complains about it. He doesn't complain. He says, Hey, I just I want people to have a good time and they associate that promotion with
2: fun. Uh, Oh the other thing is and you know, to use it, we'll give somebody else a free commercial, Lay's potato chips. Nobody can eat just one. Once you have a slice <laughs> of pizza from Slice of Las Vegas, you're going to come back at another time.
1: I, I noticed that with you yesterday when yeah. we, we got thing. We just got like a, a, a medium, and I think we needed to get a large because you couldn't you couldn't put it down. You give him another piece, another piece.
2: It was it was photo worthy pizza. Yeah, well. I, I
1: got to post I didn't post that out yesterday. Yeah. Well, I posted it out. And
2: we both being foodies, you know, Gina mm. just shook her head at us. as, as we're both <laughs> getting our, our phones out and getting the right picture, the right angle. And she wants to dig in, you know. Right? When the dessert came, we no. I mean, she she oh, was a little people. upset that she had to wait an extra 30 45 seconds. Hey. You know, the, the picture's got to be right. The picture's got to be right. Yeah. Got to be the right yeah. angle, you know.
1: And, and, I mean, you even you know, critique me. I mean, I, I took one, was it last week, and you're sitting there going, get the napkin out of the way, would
2: you? It's like, well, you. Okay, tell the whole story. You send me a picture and say, is this photo worthy? Right. Yeah. And I tell you, no. And I yeah. tell
1: you wh- what Because to I do. had to take it quick, and I was with other people, and. I have no problem of telling most people, okay, hey, move to the side, this and that, but these people weren't listening, you know, so I kind of had to take a, a tight it, shot. It, and you know, I, and I know almost, you're you know. not
2: great at cropping pictures. I got to you know, yeah, show you yeah, that. You yeah, know. Not, that's not my that's thing. That's my designated. Uh, yeah, I send the pictures to you, you, you know, T- Yeah, the T.C. Martin show. Just like Cro- I said today. I'm the cropper. You're the cropper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people listen to you, and they would uh, put a different, you know, okay. um, you know vowel in there. How'd you do Saturday? <laughs> Actually, I, I hit my morning ticket. I was one and two on the best bets, but three and zero oh on the Sunday. So, is that what you're okay. trying to say? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, Westgate contest five and zero, oh, brother. Brother, five and zero. Oh. How'd, how'd you Very do? I, it? Uh, I think I went two, two and one, Ooh, or one, okay. three and one. I had the the push on the Atlanta game gotcha.
1: Alright, let's talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's recap what we saw yesterday. Uh, the Steelers came from behind and defeated the Baltimore Ravens 17-10. You and I did not get a chance to see much football. You saw more than me because when I got here yesterday at the uh, Mandalay Bay, you were down in the sports book. I don't know what time you arrived and got there, but uh, I know that you were trying to watch as much football as you could before noon tip-off with the Aces uh, playoff game yesterday, the, the finals. But, uh, I wanted no part of the Steelers-Ravens game. I was trying to talk myself into playing uh, the Steelers. Ended up I would have been a winner 17-10, to 10, but I just I couldn't call this game. But, um, you know, good for the Steelers because if they would have lost this game, they
2: would have been in a tremendous hole. It's good for the Steelers, and it's bad for the Steelers. And here's the thing. The offense was not impressive yesterday. It was the special teams and defense that got this team – Willed them to victory, as you said. I did watch the beginning of the games. I was in the sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, and when I got the bat call that uh, the Premier Club was about, you know, about to open, and there was food in there, and it was ten nothing Baltimore beating the Steelers. I said, "I'll be right there," <laughs> and, you know, and I, I bailed. But why I say it wasn't good for the Steelers is because now they got a win. That means. We still keep back Canada, and, and people are not happy about it because honestly, if there was going to be any changes made, this was the time to do it. they're going into their bye week, yep. and if you're going to make any kind of wholesale changes and try to re you know <laughs> Start over, as Bill Belichick said right. uh, with the Patriots. That's that's when they should have did it with the Steelers, in my opinion. And, and but they won the game. You're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of somebody. But the offense has serious problems, DC. And they're three and two. They're right there in the AFC North. But you ask me, do I think this is a playoff team? No. no. Right now, what I'm seeing on the field is not.
1: Baltimore's a, a tricky team for me as well, too. I, As you know, I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan, and again, very inconsistent. We saw that again yesterday. Steelers got the, the victory. Uh, after we get into about five weeks, we usually can now figure out the haves and the have-nots. And there are teams that you just can't play right now. Even though it's five weeks, you don't want to be involved with this team, and that is the New England Patriots. They got the big Z yesterday at home, shut out 34 to nothing to a pretty good New Orleans Saints team. But Mac Jones has been downright awful. I don't know how much of it is him or if it's just that this team just isn't very good right now because they've lost a lot of key components over the last few years. They lost a, a lot of star power. And I think there are people who think, "Well, Bill Belichick, you know, is is still, you know, going to be able to will this team to victory. Or they'll have enough pieces." They really don't. But to get shut out like that, that's New York Giant esque And we talked about the Giants with their two home games getting beat by the Dallas Cowboys and opening night 40 to nothing, and then last week in Shellac, 60 uh 24 to 3 outscored 64 to 3 in their first two home games the Giants.
2: Uh, the Patriots almost in that same vein. 72 to 3 the last two weeks is the combined score for the Patriots. And you're absolutely right. I, I mean, Mac Jones, I don't know what Belichick does. I, you know, the defense is giving up points. Mac Jones is helping them with these pick sixes. Uh, you know, the other team's score. But what do you do if you are the Patriots? They're on my. Do not playlist right now. You know, there, there's certain teams at certain points of the season where this team's got serious problems. And one of the things that Belichick was always able to do, and we always gave him credit for it, is he was able to go out and get these older vets that maybe had some problems, you know, other places, retreads, and he was able to mold them into his system and it worked for a while now we're not getting those key components going to new england which obviously yeah everybody wanted to play for belichick but i think everybody wanted to play with tom brady too and that was something that helped draw people to get some of those free agents but they look atrocious right now there's no other way to sum it up three points in two weeks and it's not like they played two stellar defenses yeah the cowboy defense i'll give them credit they're one of the top defenses in the nfl but you're not going to put the saints defense in that category at all and they shut them out right they did where do you go from there
1: I don't know where you go from there because the schedule is really not going to get any easier as well too. But uh, this is just a a bad football team. And again, it just I have no problem xing off teams. Just again, and my old saying, I'll say it again. I say it every year. Doesn't matter the sport. I'm, I don't want to ask a bad uh, team to do something good for me. That's why I can't get involved with teams like the Broncos or, you know, even the Falcons and some of these other ones. It's just, I, I, I can't do it. I think the Tennessee Titans are, are, are in that vein as well, too. Now the New England Patriots have, have got into that, that bucket as well, well, too. And, you know, if you look at what I, how I play baseball, how I play just about every sport is if I do not want to back. A team that I have no faith with, uh, I have to back good teams. And sometimes I got to lay extra points or or lay, you know, like in baseball, a little bit more juice on the money line or whatever. But I just rather go down with a good team instead of just thinking like, hey, you know this you know this team. I'll use an example for you. I was at the Westgate on Saturday night, and I was over in the food court, and this guy comes up to me and he says, "Hey, I saw your show yesterday," and he goes, "I got a winner for you." And I go, okay, what's that? As I'm getting my half-pound uh, Nathan hot dog on the uh, poppy seed bun, which I told you about. Grilled. Grilled. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. That's the key. And he goes, I'm putting everything I got on the Atlanta Falcons. And I thought of you. And I go, good luck with that. And then he goes, well, you don't like the play? I go, no, I don't like the Falcons. And I said, you look at Houston, you look at Atlanta, and I said, I just don't want no part of that game. He goes, oh, but the Falcons are only favored by two and a half, and this and that, da-da-da. I go, but you're betting a bad team. I said, I don't want any part of Desmond Ritter. He goes, well, yeah, you're right about that, but they're playing the Texans. And I go, Stroud has actually been better than Ritter, but I want no part of it. And he goes, well, I like it, I like it. What happens? They win by two. They don't cover the two and a
2: half. And... Again, that just I I, I, I can't get behind that. It, that particular game, and when we talk to Chuck later, that's a game I want to ask him about because that line was one and a half for a good portion of the week. Yeah. Then it sat at two for a good portion. I got it at two, and then closed at two and a half. So, so really, push out of it. I got a push out of Atlanta, right. but. Again, it's whenever you, you play. Yeah, it, yeah. We always talk about it. you got to try to get the best of the number, but it's not often that you have a one and a half, two and two and a half, where it lands directly in right. the worst spot for the books because that w- that was not a good outcome for them. Because people right. that played early played Atlanta, mm-hmm. people that played late probably had Houston. Mm-hmm. The reason I went against them yesterday, and again, you know how my style of how I play, I was playing against Houston more than I was playing with Atlanta, because Houston didn't come off back-to-back upsets in the Steelers, and I used Houston the week before against the Steelers because it was a horrible spot for the Steelers. They were sandwiched in between that Sunday night Raider game here in Vegas and the Baltimore game yesterday. And were, I felt that they would be looking, second week in a row, they'd be looking ahead to Baltimore. And Houston, you know, caught them off guard and took it to them. So, but yeah, if you want to say one of the surprises of this year, um, Houston would be in the category that they are playing better than people anticipated coming into it. But the team that you mentioned, and it's not a sore spot with me because they're off my list. They're dead to me right now. But the spot that Denver was in yesterday, they finally got their first win, TC. And it was an ugly win against Chicago. Well, how many times have we talked about when a team wins a game ugly that can start them on a winning streak that they get going and I thought that was going to be the case I also thought the the Jets were in a bad spot coming off the Sunday night game they played their guts out against Kansas City had a chance to win the game they had the ball at midfield and driving to either the game-tying field goal or to win the game, and they got the fumble when KC, you know, was able to run out the clock with the slide. And and people, anybody that wants to say, you know, how everybody, oh, the NFL was fixed and, you know, he slid, the game would have been over, he scored. That was a smart football play. Just ask the Miami of Florida uh, coach about smart. He lost the game because they didn't kneel. Right. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yep. You know, the only way a team can beat you is if they have the ball, and if you have a chance to keep that ball away from them for the entire for the rest of the game, you do it.
1: You just previewed Terrible Tuesday. <laughs>
2: there <on>. you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bet that over the years he's made Terrible Tuesday quite a bit with you. No, doubt. he he has had some really, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better, you know, uh, you know, brain cramp. I was gonna go with something else, but. Uh,
1: Not good. So you and I are going to be eating for free next week, courtesy of our good friend Mike Tice, who's on the program on Friday. He wanted the L.A. Rams. I tried to talk him out of it. One of my best bets, the Philadelphia Eagles. They got the job done 23-14, Marco. This team is really got it together. They're still not getting a whole bunch of love. And, you know, up until this past week, we still heard talk about, well, I don't know about that offense. No, nah, they're rolling into form. They took care
2: of business rather handily yesterday against the Rams. I, I, they covered the spread. Let's not get carried away. With they were never trailing handily. in this game. They were trailing the spread. The Rams, you know, kept the answer in the scores. Huh. That's why people... Or down on Philly is because they're playing these games where the other team's hanging around for most of the game, and then they got the you know they extended the lead in the fourth quarter and held on. Uh, Give them kudos. They're they're winning and getting it done. I don't think this Philadelphia team this year is as good as the Philadelphia team last year. I think they've taken a step back. I know they're in first place. I know they only lost one game. I just still don't think they're as good as they were last year okay Interesting. and i think
1: one of the the narrative behind that is i think a lot of people were not expecting them to be that good they weren't expecting jalen hurts to be that good and uh they they they, they base, and they were kind of labeled in that nfc lease type of thing well whoever comes out of there and I think they surprised a lot of people. Now they go to the Super Bowl, and people are thinking, okay, well, they automatically should be that good. Hey, they're doing nothing but winning. And again, this is a team that has gotten better each and every week. So that's why uh, I have no problem getting on the Philadelphia Eagles, and I see them rounding into form. And you're getting more from A.J. Brown uh, and the rest of that wide receiving core and Devontae Smith right now, more so than you did last year. Uh, A.J. Brown was injured for a good portion of that season last year. So I like this team. Uh, I love the Kansas City Chiefs, and I love the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Those were my three uh, best bets, and uh, they all won going away, especially the 49ers. That thing was not close. And uh, all the talk, again, a very short line to get San Francisco minus three and a half at home. Too much Dallas Cowboy Kool-Aid out there. Uh, I I love to see that because that's exactly how I handicapped the game, that they were not going to be able to stop the 49ers offensively. And as 49ers' defense was going to shut down Dak Prescott, and it it happened that way to a T.
2: They did it all last year, and they're doing it again this year, uh, you know, People still can't believe what they're seeing with Brock Purdy. Okay, uh, at this point in
1: time, you know, just get used to it because it, it, it's not—it's not, it's not a—you know—it's—it's it's not just a thing. The guy can play. You—you you can see that so, if you do it over two seasons or a season and a half, the guy can play.
2: Did you see what his QB rating was yesterday? One forty-four point four. Okay, almost S- perfecto. Seventeen of twenty-four, two hundred and fifty-two yards. He's he's not putting up. You know, he's not going to give you that four hundred-yard passing day, three fifty. Yeah. But he had four TDs. Yeah. You want to talk about, you know, offensive efficiency? Uh- That's three to my tight end, George Kittle. How's that? There you go. That was nice.
1: There you go. All right, we are live at Slice of Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay Shops. It is the Raider tailgate party, getting ready for Raiders and the Packers coming Monday night football. we got one hour down on the show, one to go. Come on by and get over here, and it's an easy walk across the Hacienda Bridge if you're going to the game. And if you're not going to the game, come out, eat whatever you want. The food here is great. All you can eat and all you can drink here leading up until – the kickoff and then also you could hang out here and watch the game we're in the marquee room right here inside of slice of vegas tc martin marco d'angelo in the house one of the seven footers is here big paul mckeskey he's gonna join us coming up after the break as well too i like that because then paul could join us and then i can start feeding my face that's i was good. gonna
2: feed mine we let paul, can't be feeding we'll let paul
1: is. do the show by himself for a second <laughs> that's good <laughs> Glad to have you with us back with more right here on a magnificent Monday. It is the T.C. Martin Show live from Slice of
2: Vegas.